Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at saintshappyhour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. This one's free, courtesy of Bet Online. But become a patron. Support this show. We need all the help we can get to keep the amazing, fun stuff we're doing going. And Andrew, if you sign up annually before the draft starts on Thursday night, two months for free. So do it already. We know about 10,000 of you people listen regularly every month. You listen like four times a month. A month, and that gives us like 40,000 downloads a month, but only like 300 of you subscribe, so subscribe already and support the show. We appreciate it. So, Andrew, I got to give full credit to a patron, Jason Champagne. He did a ridiculous mock draft, posted it in the, in the Discord channel, and it inspired us to come up with an idea for a mock draft. And here, you know, everybody does a mock draft. Sometimes they go, oh, I need a corner, so they draft all corners, or we need to fix the defense, or we need to do this. Our draft for this mock draft, our exercise is this. A football leprechaun a football leprechaun has appeared to me and you and says, I have a brief I have a briefcase of twenty-five million dollars. You only get the twenty-five million dollars if Jameis wins the MVP, you're in charge of the Saints offseason. So our task is to run the draft and so Jameis can be the 2021 NFL MVP. So my first thought was when I when we did this exercise, Andrew was like, we gotta fix, we gotta fix the offense. We gotta make the offense Death Star quality. But do we need to do at least one thing on defense? Cause you can't win the MVP if you go nine and eight and eight, right? So how do we do this? We gotta win the 25 million to get Jameis the MVP. But how do we go about doing this draft? to get him there. Well, I think it's just about anything we can do to bolster the offense. I am not above trading up to get a tackle even, you know, solidifying the offensive line, 
you know, but really it's about the season. So I think you can skate by, I guess I'm second guessing the offensive line comment now, because I think we can skate by with the offensive line. Maybe you need one backup uh, just to kind of bolster your depth there a little bit, but it's really about playmakers. It's really about what can we do? And, and, and so for this exercise, I think we say to hell with corner, to hell with linebacker, to hell with our pass rush. Like we're rolling with Chase Hansen, Carl Granderson, <laughs> Shy Tuttle. We're, we're rolling with P.J. Williams. It's starting corner. Do we, Fuck well, it. Well, do we, we do one addendum where we, we call uh, Sherman no. up? And we say, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Yeah, free agency – that's not for this exercise. I mean, yeah. maybe we do pick up some free agent. To- we'll say, we'll say, we'll say. All right, I agree with you. We'll say we're going a hundred percent offense. We're saying screw corner. We're not worrying about defense at all. But we're giving us one one addendum. We're gonna do Richard. We're Sherman. going we'll- back to the we're going back to the seven nine years with the worst defense in NFL history. We're going back to that. We're just like, give me the best possible offense. If we go eight and nine, seven and ten, fuck it. At least we'll have fun offense and tons of points. Okay, so we're going offense. So this means we're going we're going arena football Saints. We're going arena football Saints. But the thing is, to get the twenty five million, he's got to win MVP. So my theory is, if we got to win MVP this year, we got to get either Pitts, Jamar Chase, or Devonte Smith. We got to plug one of those in. And we got to try like crazy in the PFF mock to go and get them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run this draft. I'm going to start it. And if Pitts or I'm going to stop it, I'm going to stop it at pick five. And we're thinking about getting Jamar Chase or I'm going to stop it at pick uh, eight or seven or eight if Pitts is still there. So let's go. Um, because I just feel like if you're going to win Jameis MVP, right, you got you, you got to have a ridiculous – well, listen, it, it, listen, if, listen, if, if Pitts is uh, gone, that means, you know, your Waddles, your Jamar Chases, they may fall. Um, mm-hmm. So there'll be some receivers to get, I think, if Pitts isn't there. Okay, I stopped it. Pit, we are at, we're, at pick, we're at pick nine with Denver. Okay, so Pitts is still there, uh, but... Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, they're gone. So Pitts is but, – but Pitts is still there at nine. Cause, Waddle, cause Atlanta, Waddle's still there too? Waddle is still there. Uh, Atlanta went quarterback oh. at four, so that helped us. So here's, here's my thing with this is Denver, are they going to do something at quarterback? But, but you get to nine. You can give them the 2022 first. You could even, I think if, you give them, if we give them the 2022 first and the 2022 third, we can get up to nine. My thing with Waddle is I, he, he, he was hurt really bad. That gives me a red flag. We got to win. We got to win Jameis the MVP in 2021. We can't like 2022 doesn't mean nothing. We got to yeah, I mean, we got to win. As excited as I am about Adam Troutman. Sorry, dude. Sorry, buddy, but uh, we're we're trying to win Jamison MVP. Here. Okay, we're trying so to get go- to five thousand yards. Okay, so they rejected twenty twenty two first and a twenty twenty two fourth. Do I go twenty twenty two third? Do yes. we have to? Okay, you're you're offering twenty eight as well, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty twenty two first. Okay, they took it, so they took the twenty twenty. They took a twenty. They took a twenty eight and the twenty twenty two first. 
That was and dumb, Ralph. You should have you should have uh, angled to get a sixth back this year. You always you got a good GM always does that. You always try to get some trash pick at the end of the draft in return. Oh, but well, okay. I haven't. Okay, too late. So we got pits. So we're taking pits. We're taking pits. To me, Andrew, I think Pitts is the one guy in this draft where I will be stunned if he's not, like, all-world and awesome. Like, even more so than Lawrence because a quarterback has a lot of moving parts in Jacksonville. They may not draft well. Maybe Urban Meyer's not a good NFL coach. He may struggle, you know, and not be as great as people think. I think in five years, Pitts is going to be, like, the best. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He's going to be one of the best premier offensive weapons of football. Like, he is the... If you said pick one guy to be awesome from this draft, he would be that guy. And now the Saints, we have him. What will the Saints do with him to make their offense amazing? To win James the MVP. Two words, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Remember how good Jimmy Graham was? Now add even more speed and, speed and athleticism, a little bit less size. And he doesn't really have – he's maybe not as good at the, like the box-out feature, you know, going up to get the rebound as Graham was. Um, yeah. But, I mean, just the dude was born to play tight end, and he's, he's going to be a freak. I mean, he's going to be like Travis Kelsey. You know, he, or, dude, dude imagine mean, this. He could be better. Trips. Tom, Michael Thomas, Kamara, Pitts. Oh my Good luck, God. defense. Good luck. And now you're making me. Now you're making me want to do this for real. Like I thought this was <laughs> funny and just a bit, and then and then you told me Michael Thomas, Kamara, and Pitts next to each other trips, and I'm starting to feel like fuck it. Give up the 2022 first. And here's the thing too. Not that it, not that it it's something that would stop you from drafting, but he will give a shit about blocking. Like his blocking isn't great. But, like, it's better than, like, Jimmy Graham, right? Where, like, Pitts will actually give a shit and do some stuff. So you're better even than the yeah, running it's more game. Like Jared, it's more like Jared Cook. Yeah. With the blocking. With the blocking. Not with the, the blocking. Drop. Let's not get triggered just with the block. I mean, this offense, if you get healthy on the offensive line, you, you – this offense with Pitts would be, I think, potentially better than 2011 because even though Sproles was amazing at running back and you don't – like that one season, you necessarily wouldn't get that. Man, you put pit teams just have an, it would be a nightmare, and 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 then you you'd have you'd have Traquan Smith probably have the 
best year of his career because pe- teams would be forgetting he's he exists every week. Like I could see I could see Traquan getting a dozen touchdowns and catching 50 balls and like 10 of those touchdowns there's nobody within a mile of him. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's uh it's so true. So we burned we burned the we we burned the the first, right? So we're not picking again until 60. But here's my question. We're building this offense to win Jameis MVP. We got Kyle Pitts. I feel like the next thing we need to do is Kyle Pitts is kind of your 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 second receiver, even your your whatever to, that you don't really focus on receiver at 60. I think we need to maybe move up from 60 and get a running back. Like uh, I would Najee Harris, ATN. Like let's. You want that over a receiver? Like, we just lost Emmanuel Sanders. Our number two is freaking Traquan or Deontay. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Callaway. Mm -hmm. And and, and we've got Latavius and Kamara, and you're valuing running back over receiver. What the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) Well, I just feel like like Latavius Murray's over 32. Are we trying to win Jameis the MVP, or are we trying to set this offense up for success in the future? We're trying to win Jameis the MVP, but don't you need like Latavius Murray is fine for this year. All right, you so 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 we're going we're, when when we go round two, we're gonna well, what go. What receivers we got left right now? But we don't pick till sixty. We don't pick till sixty. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So so right now, at the end of thirty-two, at the at, the, at it's with its first pick second round, you got Elijah Moore. Terrence Marshall, Rondell Moore, Dimey Brown is where you are. Yeah, I'm out on Rondell Moore. He's five seven for God's sake. I know he's explosive, but like he's five seven. Like and and the thing is we already have Deontay Harris. Like That's right. what's the difference between those two? Like it's the same player. So I love his, I love his explosiveness. I maybe he'll be good, but like sorry, no. You know, Elijah Moore is a couple inches taller. He's also very small, but at least Moore is like Brandon Cooksey. Yeah. You know, at least he's like a, a smidge taller. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, oh my God, Brandon Cooks, not him again. But like, I actually think Brandon Cooks would have been insanely productive with Jameis Winston. Like, part of the problem with, with Cooks is that Breeze A, couldn't see him, and B, didn't really have the arm to maximize what Brandon cooks could be for this offense. And that's right. We haven't really seen, we haven't really seen it since. I mean, he's had moments with the Rams and all that, but like the problem with cooks is is now he's getting concussed all the time. So he's just, you know, he's got health issues, but I don't know, man, Elijah Moore, he's not what I would want as my number two receiver. Cause again, like we already have a small receiver. I don't really want to go smaller, but his explosiveness could be a nice wrinkle in the offense. Or do you go Terrence Marshall? Well, I would prefer Marshall. Yeah, I would prefer Marshall between the two. I'm just saying it's 60. You know, we're kind of limited, but I, I'm just saying I, I, I would not close the door on Elijah Moore. Rondell Moore, to me, is a non-starter. So, but, I, but here's the thing. This is the beginning of the second round, so we still have to wait. Do we move up right. to get a receiver, or do we wait? Well, what, and... I would say let it go till about 47. Pause it at 47. Let's see what we got. 
Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. We are on the Locker Room app every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, talking Saints, talking NFL, talking draft. It's amazing. You can interact with us, goof to us. You can make fun of me, mispronounce names. You can ask serious draft questions about Andrew. We're having a blast talking Saints live. All you have to do is go download the Locker Room app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link to your Twitter, and then join the NFL group. Follow me at Saints Happy Hour to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live every Wednesday at around 9 o'clock to talk Saints, to talk draft, and basically to make fun of me mispronouncing names. So do it. Download the Locker Room app today and then join us live every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. The receivers are still hanging around. Oh, Najee Harris just went. This mock draft is ridiculous because Greg Harris just went in the second round. Uh, Terrence Marshall just went. Greg Newsom, you mean? Who's Greg, Greg Newsom? Yeah, he went. He went top second round. You know. Um, all right. So uh, let's pause it. The receivers kind of got picked over. Uh, Rondell Moore is still there. Um, nope. Uh-uh. So, so all right, just filter by offense. Give me the top five best available players on offense. The top five. Why is it filter? Okay, so the top five available players on offense still available are tackle Tavon Jenkins. Oh, wow, he really fell. Yeah. That um, might be the pick. All right, what else? Um, let's see. Uh, ATN is still there. The running back. All right. Uh, and Kadarius Tony. That's your top three. Oh I mean, man, that's. <laughs> I I don't th- this. Th- what are you using as this as your mock simulator? This is not very P- realistic. I feel PFF. Like. Really? Just, yeah. Huh. So I mean I paused it though. Remember we're not at, we're not at pick sixty. We're at pick we're at pick forty four. Okay. Um, well, I'll just tell you this: it, Tevin Jenkins on my composite big board is twenty seventh. Like he's a lot of people think he's the third best tackle in in the draft. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Sewell and Sewell and uh, uh, what's the dude's name from Northwestern? I'm blanking. Slater. Those two are like the consensus top two tackles. After that, most people think it's Christian Darisaw out of Virginia Tech. But some people have Tevin Jenkins ahead of him. So he's certainly a top four, maybe top three. Um, You know, Travis Etienne, some people have him as the best running back. He's 28th on my board. And then I have Tony as 29th on my board. So 
the three guys you just listed are 27, 28, and 29. So we're in the 40s. Getting any of those dudes is huge pull at this point. Uh, the fact that three of them are still out there, I, I think you let it go to 50. Let it go a few more picks. Let's see if we can still get one there. Okay. The tackle is gone. Tony is gone. Um, so... And I paused it at pick 50. Is Travis uh, Etienne still there? Travis Etienne is still there. All right, Terrence Marshall's gone. Terrence Marshall is gone. What else you got? I got, um, let me see. You got a tackle, Lee, Liam Eschenberg. He's one of the top available. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still there. A guard, Wyatt Davis. Um. But the skill positions is like Palmer and those guys. Like the skill positions have been picked. We'll be picked able up. to get them. We'll be able to get a good receiver in the third round. I I can't believe I'm saying this after mocking you, Ralph. Yes. But we got to go running back. Okay, but we got to move up. To Travis Etienne. So yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. So we'll we'll give them. We'll offer them six. Don't and- don't give up anything in the draft this year. Okay. Actually, I mean maybe offer like a sixth or a fifth. Okay. You know? So I'll offer them. I'll offer them a. I'll offer them a six and a seven. They re- Miami rejected it. So what should I? What should I offer? I could give them sixty, and then we don't want to give them ninety-eight and one hundred five. So we don't have a round two. Do we want to give? Do we want to give the uh, the round three for twenty twenty two? Sure. All right. Oh no, we can't. We we'll, we'll offer them, we'll offer them the fourth. Okay. Uh, we'll offer them the we'll offer them the fourth because we we already did that. Let's see. Offer We're making the draft awful for next year. Sorry guys. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll we uh we'll uh we'll give them the we can trade the we can trade the they they the PFTT they give us um they gave us the uh the, they let us trade the compensatory pick. So we had to give them 60. We had to give them 60, um, the compensatory third next year, and a fifth. for next, But we got ATN. So now we got Pitts and we got ATN. Nice. <laughs> we don't pick again until 98. That's Okay. We we basically have no assets left to move up, so now we just have to pick the best offensive player left. But you know, look, Pitts and ATN, it was expensive. It cost us a lot. Next year's draft is gonna suck. But uh man, this offense. See yeah, now we're... now there's less pressure on Troutman because he's your number two tight end. Yeah. Uh the running back room is just sick. You know, now you can move Ty Montgomery to receiver full time because he's yeah. not gonna play any at running back. But I'm I'm liking this group, man. Still would I, like to get a receiver next. And here's the here's the thing: ATN is so explosive that it allows you. Because remember, we're trying to win Jameis the MVP, so yeah. we don't really care about Kamara's usage. We want to be able to lighten his usage, get him more, getting him more passes maybe to, to help Jameis' stats. I just feel like this offense, the thing that I like about ATN is if, if now you don't, Murray's over 30. If, if, if Kamara gets nicked, 
you can plug in ATN and your offense can still function at a high level. Because remember, if we're trying to win Jameis the MVP, he can't have like a bad three weeks. Because remember, to win Jameis the MVP, his stats have to be ridiculous. Like the Saints going. Yeah, they basically have to be double Aaron Rodgers. He can't be slightly better than Aaron Rodgers. Because because here's the thing. All his off the field stuff will come flooding back as an excuse not to give him the MVP. So, like, the Saints have to go, like, 13-4 and four or better. And Jameis probably has to either break or come really close to some NFL record, whether it's passing yards, touchdowns, QBR, QB. Like, he has to do something that's historic. Like, it doesn't – like, Jameis being the best quarterback on the best team – that's not going to do it for him. The NFL, the, the we've seen them screw over Drew, and Drew was a Boy Scout. Just wait until they find a reason not to give it to Jameis. So we have to create no doubt. So, so now we are at pick um, ninety-eight, and the thing that sucks about this is all the best players are defense. Well, they have Kendrick Green, a guard from Illinois. Um, and Josh right, Palmer. Just, fil- just filter for offense. We'll look at we'll look at the Raz scores and we'll look at my composite board. Give me the top five offensive players. Okay, top five offensive players are uh, Kendrick Green, Josh right, Palmer. Ken- Kendrick Green is one seventy three on my composite. Not great. Josh, Josh Palmer. Pal- he's one sixty three. A little better. What else? Uh, Brad- Brady Christensen, a tackle from BYU. Ooh, he's 128. He's higher. Uh, what else? Cade Johnson, a wide receiver from South Dakota State. 154. Okay. Jalen Darden, wide receiver oh, yeah. North Texas. Jalen Darden. He is at 134. So they're all kind of in that same range. Let me let me look at uh, the Raz scores real quick at the receivers just to see if we can get a sense. I mean, okay, so. I can't believe Michael Carter, the running back from North Carolina, is still there at 98. Well, he's oh, rated we are, 80. We, That's, we got to run it. So Jalen Darden's Raz score is 715. Let me see why that is. Not very good. Uh, it looks like he has very poor size and weight. So he's like, mm. he's another one of those burners, but he's 5'7". Again, already have Deontay Harris. No, thank you. Uh, who is the other receiver? Uh, I said Josh Palmer, yeah. Palmer, yeah. I think Palmer's RAS score was decent. Uh, he's also 7.60. All right, so Palmer, his problem is uh, he's good with size. He's over mm-hmm. six foot, 210. Uh, his vertical is really bad, so he can't jump. Mm-hmm. His broad jump is good, but his vertical is awful. Uh, his speed is just okay. He runs a four-five-one, uh, and his agility is good. So, you know, he, he's kind of like in in terms of athleticism, I would say he's like a slower version of Traquan. Who's the best guard you got available? Because I'm thinking from this, it would be okay. Because well, you the don't tackle have e- Christensen is highest on my board, but let me check his RAS score just to, you know, because uh, as you look at that, the the one thing is, you, as we're trying to win Jameis MVP, you don't have Nick Easton, right? So maybe you want, and you're not really clap is just a guy, right? If you could get a guy in the interior, Ooh, all right. Listen, Ralph Brady yeah. Cr- Christensen, his RAS score is nine point eight four. Elite explosiveness, elite speed. Elite agility, 
I mean, dude, this is our guy. Yeah. Can he can he can he play can he play a guard maybe if you needed him? Because so the thing is he's under six foot and he's three three hundred and two pounds. Sorry, six five. 302 pounds, so he's not the biggest. I would say the only issue with Brady Christensen is his size, and so that probably puts him out at guard. I mean, he would have mm. – you'd probably take him a year to eat a bunch of pole boys before he's ready to play guard. <laughs> I think you got to take – I think you take him you – could, you could just take best player here because – the thing is, you. I want Armstead that offense. goes down. You want this athletic tackle in the mix, yeah. man. Tell All me. right. So we're we're taking him. So now this is will be the final pick of this. That's this a good mo- pick. Yeah. No. That's. A, I think that's. This is a great pick. We. we, we I mean, his RAS score is nine eight four, dude. In the third round, you get a guy that athletic at tackle. That's crazy. I think in in in, in the legit Saints draft, that's a guy you could definitely look like. Saints fans would scream bloody murder. But that that's a guy they could a hundred percent take at ninety eight or one oh five. You know? All right. So the best available it's defense, it's Jamie Davis. No, he's off he's defense. J- Jamar Johnson, Calvin Joseph corner, the guard, Illinois is still there, the corner, Tay Gowan, Josh Palmer is still there, um Stone Force is still there, the tackle from Florida. What do we need? What well, do you? Well, we're we're good at tackle. So give me non-offensive linemen. Okay, let's forget the offensive line. Give me the best players remaining that are not offensive linemen, and and, and are not defense. Yeah. Okay, I got Kendrick Green guard. Yeah. Josh Palmer. Okay. Uh, that's a lineman. Michael Carter, the running back from North Carolina. Nope. Uh, Benjamin Saint Just the. No, that's a, he's a corner. Halfback, Khalil yeah. H- Hebert. Uh, uh-huh. Tight end, Tommy Treble. Uh, nope. Dax Milne, the wide receiver from BYU. We go nope. back-to-back BYU. Chris Evans, Nico Collins, wide receiver from Michigan. Um, Simi Fioco, wide receiver Stanford. Yeah, so Collins and Fioco both. Um, so this is a question of like – do you believe in a guy like Palmer? And, and, and here, here's how I look. Like, Palmer has good tape, and he played at Tennessee. So, like, you know, Tennessee is kind of the black hole offense where a lot of it times is. you just feel like, uh, you know, it's a, it, it's a black hole of an offense, and if you get him out of there and you put him in a good offense, he'll do much better. I mean, we saw that with Callaway. We saw that with, with uh, Kamara. So, Fihoko and Nico Collins, though, are – just way more appealing options. Like they both run sub four five. Like they're they're both in the four four range. Fioko mm-hmm. is almost six four. Collins is six four. So like those guys are just bigger than Josh Palmer. Like Palmer to me is a better receiver. Collins and Fihoko, like Fihoko's tape is trash, but they're just physically bigger. They're both over nine on the RAS score. So like you're gonna get physical specimens that can run out of Fihoko. Like they they look the part they they run like NFL receivers. They just who, who here's the tie here's the tiebreaker and I'll let you do it. Who's okay. the guy of those players you just mentioned that can contribute in 2021 if you need them. If Traquan gets injured, if Michael Thomas gets nicked again and you're like, "We need this pick at 105. We need you to play decent." 
for a month to keep the Jameis MVP train rolling, which guy is most likely to do that? Because that's the, that's the exercise. Not 2022, not down the line. Who's the guy that yeah. can best play right now? Your outdoor experiences could be better, clearly better. Canon's sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses and are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon's sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code KANONCAST15 at KANON.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K A E N O N C A S T 15. KANON. Clearly better. Hi, this is Ralph Marlboro from the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's that time of year again. All eyes are on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, Every game, every matchup. Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head over to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with Bet Online. I think it's either Nico Collins or Josh Palmer. I think Fahoko is too much of a project. Like he. He could be good in the NFL, but it's all measurables. It, nothing, you know, it's nothing that he did. So, I don't know. Let, let's look at production real quick. We can look at that, too. We can see the stats and uh, just get a feel for how they performed in college uh, from a production standpoint. And that could be the uh, – but th- those two, to me, would be more ready to contribute this year. So, you know, in a shortened season – Josh Palmer had 33 catches, 475 yards, Ooh. four touchdowns. Like not not super productive. Again, Tennessee offense. Uh, Nico Collins, same ballpark, 37 catches, 729 yards. So more yards per catch, and he was in the end zone seven times. So he did wow. find uh, the end zone more. Um, you know, Nico Collins was kind of shut out against Ohio State. Two catches, 32 yards, not great. Four catches, 48 yards against Alabama, not great. Um, he did light up Indiana for six catches, 165 yards, and three touchdowns. So he had a big game against them. Uh, and then looking at Josh Palmer, like kind of same thing, like one catch for eight yards against Auburn. Like just you, with Josh Palmer, it's really about it, is, is it the Tennessee stink? Yeah, that's right. So I, I would probably go Nico Collins. All right, we'll go Nico Collins. We'll He's go Nico. higher on my composite board. Right. He's got the higher RAS score. So I, let's go. I Nico like the Collins. name, too. The neat, the name is fun. Nico, and we can go Nico, Nico. Uh, yeah. So that wraps up this draft. Now, Dale, you look at this draft. This is a fun exercise, but the Saints have done this in the past where they don't fill needs and they kind of go against what the draft analysts think they will do. This draft would people would lose their minds because they would be like they traded they they traded up for Pitts they traded up for ATN they got a tackle and a wide receiver they didn't address anything on defense but Andrew 
in this hypothetical exercise, if Pitts and either the receiver or ATN hit, this offense is dynamic. And to me, juggernaut. You the, the, the thing is to me, ATN like you would have I would have questions about him because like he's he's great and it take like his top end speed is amazing and it just takes him a while to get there. Like to me with the Saints, I know he would rock because the Saints have everything they have everything running back needs to succeed. They have skill positions, they have a great offensive line, they have Sean Payton, they have Winston. Like he would be dynamite. Um what sort of stats do you think Jameis would have to put up to win us to win the MVP and get me and you twenty five million dollars? I'm thinking he'd have to throw for forty five hundred yards plus, forty five touchdowns, less than fifteen picks, and the Saints would have to be thirteen and four minimum. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you're right about that. Like, I, that's the thing about winning MVP is you really have to win. It can't just be stats. Like, you go eight and nine with killer stats, they'll never vote you in. So, it's got to be all of the above. And quite frankly, it can't even be like twelve and five. You got to be the one seed. You know, so it's tough. Uh, but I, I think I, I think anything short of everything you just said would be not good enough. But could it, you? I would feel pretty damn confident that it could happen. Like, because if he puts up those numbers, no, I I would feel confident that thirteen and four and the, and he, and he could put up those numbers. Like, I would feel really confident because I, I feel like all the work he's put in, this offense would be so good that like the 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 bad decisions that he made previously and struggles with, he wouldn't be for like the, those bad decisions wouldn't come up. Because, like, he would just be doing whatever he wanted. Like, defenses would be – it would be a nightmare, you know? Um, yeah. And I think it would limit his bad decisions just because he would be like, oh, this dude's wide open. I'm throwing to him. This dude's wide open. I'm throwing to him. Oh, I'm handing it to ATN, and it, he just got eight yards. It's it's second and two. Like, it would be – it would be amazing, this offense. The thing that would be exciting, Andrew, to me is people forget, like – Jimmy Graham, what the Saints did with him for those stretch of years where, he, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013, like he was unfreaking coverable. And that Saints offense, the focal point was Graham and Sproles and Colston. Now you have Thomas, Kamara, Pitts, Etienne. Potentially, that's better than your skill positions in 2011, I think. I'm with you. Yeah, it's um yeah, I think so. I I mean, we'd have to see obviously how these guys develop, but to me Pitts is the guy that unlocks the whole offense. And 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 let's not forget like you Troutman's your number 2 tight end. Like you can go 11 personnel and really cut some teams Oh my off. god. Oh my, oh my god. You go you go 11 personnel. Oh, it, it it just it would be it would be a it would be a dream. Like t- the thing about that it makes it so fun is like 2011 was so fun because it got to the point where down and distance was irrelevant for that offense. Like you were like third and 13, whatever, we're going to pick that up. You know, where now it's like, especially the breeze the last couple of years where the saints, when they had third and like 10, 11, 12, like they might hit Kamara on a screen and he might break it. But most of the time you knew like, okay, it's third and long. It's just punting time. 
But this offense, the way we built it, down and distance, down and distance is irrelevant. And also, well, that's how it felt in 2011. Down yeah. and distance didn't really matter. You know, it would go back to to those days. I mean, I, I feel like even then, Breeze was third and 12. You felt like the Saints could get it because Breeze was chucking it down the field. Yeah, and he was and, taking and, risks back then. <laughs> and, and, and now you got Jameis with the big arm, and Jameis knows that, like, I win MVP. Uh, you know, I'm going to get 35. I'm going to get the DAC pr- contract, which is not a concern to us. All we want to do is get him MVP this year so me and you can have the $25 million. I think we did it. I think this draft – I think actually the, 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 the sneaky key to it is – ATN falling and going up and getting him takes the running game to a completely different level than what you had with Murray. And you had Pitts. I, I'm just super excited. Like I love, I love this exercise. We should have done. We should n- next year. We need to remember to do this. We need to have themed draft of like an objective and not just fill corner. Like we need to have an objective. Like next year, maybe we're like, hey. We need to build the defense to get Dennis Allen a head coaching job or something like. I I really enjoyed this exercise to build to build to a specific goal. Uh, it made it it made it fun, and um, it it made me like I you know me I'm I'm a whore for offense, Andrew. So like <laughs> I, I'll be I'll be perfectly fine if they if they I mean they probably wouldn't go get pits, but I'd be perfectly fine if they draft a receiver or they or they draft a running back in the in the, in the third one of those third round picks. Like I, I'm fine with it because I'm a whore for, I'm a whore for offense in the NFL's offensive league. I hear you. No, I, I I look at it's tempting, man. It's tempting, and you feel like could we be hanging out the defense to dry? But uh, I don't. I know. mean, you could, but then again, like if Granderson get Richard up, if, Sherman, you know, yeah, like yeah, figure I got it out. Sherman, get some free agents. I got Sherman. I got like the thing is the if Cam Jordan is healthy. And the defensive line is healthy, and, and and you just your main guys on defense stay healthy. You're gonna be playing from ahead so often. You you're gonna be okay. You just need you just need to me. You just need good health. And even if corner is a dumpster fire, the number two corner, it might not even matter. Like the Saints could still just outscore people. It might it might catch up with you in playoff time, but we're not worried about that. We're worried about going. Getting the number one seed and getting Jameis the MVP, it might not even matter. I think you just need, I think you just need health on on defense, you know. So so you're not you you're not in shootouts every single week. You're just in shootouts like once a month, right? <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. Like, uh, I want my I want my Kyle Pitts. I want my I want my Kyle Pitts jersey. Uh, I'm sorry, Thomas. Too we 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 doing this. We ruined the. Uh, the 2022 draft. We just, we yeah, just, sorry. we nuked it. We nuked I know it, Kevin, I know Kevin's pissed too. Kevin's ears are burnt, ears are burning somewhere. So guys, sign up for this podcast. We are amazing. It is draft week. You're getting excited about Saints. Support this show. Allow us to do more fun stuff. You get your booze bundle, sign up, get this podcast every single day. So for, for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you again tomorrow.